Good morning and welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. You got your boys, Mike. You got the beautiful face of Massey. Oh, man, I love it. It just, it warms the soul to see that. Aren't you all just inspired to attack life? I see hearts on Facebook. That means people love it. People love your face, Massey. <laughs> Anywho's. So Joshua says, make sure you do like, comment, us. subscribe, and do all the things. Thank you, Joshua. Us. He's got you us. got us. You you should be a guest on the yes. podcast. Let's man. bring you on. You'll do our intro. Yep. <laughs> so since Josh says, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and do all the things, why don't you listen to your fellow Christians, your fellow conservatives, your fellow torchbearers, and do it? Yeah. Would you do it? Please? I'm. I'm Please? Yes. I'm feeling festive. You're a mean one, Mr. <laughs> Grinch. Come on. You got to admit that that Grinch short was amazing, guys. It really was. I can even Wait, match can you do the, the smile. Face again? I can do the smile. <laughs> so. Oh. We need humor. I say thank you. Yes. We are yes, focused we this year on discipleship, right? This <laughs> is our. You say humor. No. Yeah. Well, humor. <laughs> uh, listen, it's not for everybody. I get it. Us, you know, like no. we, we, we know we're, we're a hard pill to swallow, sometimes a bigger pill. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho's, we, we are focused on discipleship today and the rest of the year. And we're actually doing a Liberty series, y'all, that. Our focus was how do we disciple people to understand liberty, but to go do and be active in the communities. Last night, we just had a really cool event with Pastor Todd. I forgot to ask you how that went. Yeah, man. We were at a we were at a, a tea party. They had asked him to do his message on the 501c3 and how deceptive and destructive, but really the deception of the church and how that 501, do you know, out of 350,000 Protestant pulpits or pulpits in America, do you know how many people have lost their 501c3 for getting involved in politics? One. One. I and didn't realize because, there was one. And it's because they literally thumbed everything and made a public spectacle of it. So they wanted. Right. To they, they, come on, IRS, yeah. come so, at me. So he does this whole thing. And all of a sudden. That was like, not a statement. It was not. Yeah. It was a quote. Right. It was, <laughs> <laughs> so when, when we were there, like, I'm, I'm, he, he's obviously doing the Q&A and he's killing it. You know, he's killing the game. But like, then, you know, we start talking. P Pastor Sam Chess over here is talking. And I, I'm like, I'm getting the juices, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm ramping, dude. It's nice. like self-evident. It's back. You know, because this year it's back and I haven't spoken uh, self-evident stuff in what, hun, Carrie, two months, maybe two, three months, because, you know, issues and yeah, my wife it was sick, you know, but she's healed in the name of Jesus. She's healed right now. And it's awesome. So we this year thought, you know, how do we engage people to be what we are in the public square? How do we right. get more active? How do we get involved locally? What do we got to do? So we're excited to show you this year what we're doing. Also, the new things coming. We're really stoked about that. We're doing a ton of events this year, and uh, man, we are we are we are happy. I mean, we're happy. We're motivated. I, I already feel the spiritual attacks, but that's okay. That's kind mm -hmm. of expected, oh, guys. If you haven't expected this by now, <laughs> when you step into new things, warfare is coming. But who is by your side? You know what I mean. Right. Who is with you? Who is walking with you? Who, wh keep our minds on the things of the spirit. We won't fulfill the deeds of the flesh. So just keep focused on the spirit. And we'll keep walking forward. Now, uh, again, we are focused on the Constitution. We're focused on the Bible. Is the Constitution perfect? No, the Bible is. So we love liberty. Liberty is for everyone, even the ones you disagree with, right? Now, how do we translate our morality without government influence to the people to change their minds and hearts, to love Jesus, to be moral, right, so that they can understand the laws that we have and keep liberty and keep people free? That's the question this year. So we've got a liberty series because guess what? McCarthy is just not killing. He's not winning. I don't understand. He, he's not winning the game here. Why is not? Why What's is going he not on? winning? What's he doing? What's going on? Wait, can you tell me? I, I just why, don't get it. Why doesn't anybody like Nobody him? Nobody likes the feller. He's just he's just trying to do a good job. Yeah, he's just he's just a good Republican. I like Paul Ryan and them. You know, Crenshaw was he was defensive. Oh, he was mad. What's going on? Oh, he was really hot about this stuff. So I was watching the other day, Crenshaw <laughs> talking about uh, McCarthy. You know, I Captain Jack Sparrow maybe needs to calm down a little bit. You know? <laughs> You did tell me to watch out today. <laughs> I 
told you. Mike's man. a little hot today. He, he, I, he's, he's, I'm, I'm fresh from the yeah, front lines of YouTube you today, and so is Massey. And yeah. at some point, you just get tired of, of putting up with people's darn gosh golly junk. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. 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 Oh. Take, All right, so I'm, I'm. Do we Y'all need the? Pray for we need, his mouth right now. We need the bleeper. Is what we need. We need to bring that oh, in here. Yes, those, those Canadian cuss words are just flying Holy today. Cats. Ha. Oh. Where's Carrie when you need her? All right. <laughs> I I do miss Carrie. She I I know you said scheduling or whatever, but she needs to come back through. Anyways, all right, we're gonna get into this because this was a load of joy and junk all at the same time so if you're not aware of what's going on uh the republicans won the house by a slim margin mm. they are trying to vote on a speaker for the house kevin mccarthy was nominated kevin mccarthy is the the gop head or the leader of the gop so now he's the majority leader they are trying to nominate him for speaker of the house and there is a group of about 20 who yeah. do not want him Truth. because he was totally supportive of $1.7 trillion rammed down the throats of the American people. He's been willing to shake hands with Nancy Pelosi on all kinds of stuff. He, he really is that epitome of establishment. Not only establishment, he's the epitome of compromise. And I keep hearing this from people. Well, sometimes you need to go along to get along. That exact mentality is what gotten us in this position right now. Right. That exact mentality. Well, you can't be too. We can't just force it. That's crazy because the Democrats do. The Democrats always force their hand and they end up getting their way. Some way, shape or form, they always get it. But when the moment Republicans do it, oh, my gosh, they're just trying to shove their religion down our throats. No, you're trying to shove your religion down our throat and we're standing back against it. Now we're standing right. for the Constitution and liberty. I shameless plug. There will be an article that will go up today. At we also have Constitution, of course. <laughs> so we're going to just plug everything for you right now. <laughs> but do, all, do all the things. Do all, do all of it. Um, so so I'm, this article will get posted today about this whole back and forth. And one of the things I said is exactly to Massey's point. Conservatives have gotten it stuck in their mind and, and Republicans to a much larger degree that their job is to just slow down progressives in the left. Bingo. Bingo. I, yeah. As long as I can just keep them from doing everything they want to do. That is a completely defeatist attitude. That's right. And what always comes out is, well, we just got to give them a little bit because then they won't get their whole thing. Exactly. Why is it that whether it's a government shutdown, whether it's a fight like this, automatically the voices in the Republican Party go, we go, we can't do this. We can't do this. And we'll get into Crenshaw's con comments. And one of the biggest things that's driving me nuts about all of this is how quickly those weak, squishy voices come out and say, oh, we can't, we can't have a fight about this. We got to just, we got to get moving forward. I don't want Congress to move forward. Every time you guys move forward, Thousands of pages of junk get shoved down my throat. Right. Trillions of dollars get spent. <laughs> Just At like that. some point, stop shoving all this stuff down my throat. Right. And maybe for once, a conservative could actually stand and win and make the other guys back down. How come that is such a novel idea that's exactly in the conservative it. sphere? Amen. No, dude, to go along with that and keep that passion, I think that's right. If you imagine the, the, just sitting with the founders, they tried everything they could to olive branch the king. They tried everything they could to sort of compromise. Let's get our rights back. Let's petition the king. Let's go out, Let's go in front of them. Let's try to do every single thing we can to avoid a war, to avoid bloodshed, to avoid us a, a conflict, right? Let's let's just go with that word conflict because you know the liberals are, do you want the war? No, I don't. I don't want a war. I don't want my kids to see bloodshed, yeah. right? But to avoid a conflict, we were trying to go to the king and petition him and his governors. Listen, you're violating our rights, right? Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, he comes back with, oh, they're seditious. Exactly. They're traitors. Isn't that like the liberals? Hey, look, we, we can't be doing this. Oh, you're racist. Oh, you're bigots. Oh, you see what I'm saying? You cannot compromise with a tyrant. You cannot compromise with those whose, whose minds have been reprobate, who mm -hmm. don't understand good and evil. You can't compromise with that. And I'll tell you why. Because you know why people do compromise? Because they're worried about their reputation over the truth of Christ. He's a racist. Call me a racist, dude. They called Christ the devil. Right. 
And he became victorious. Don't you see? When you stand in the power of God, that's when the power begins. When it's like, I, this has nothing to do with me. Christ said, I may, he made himself of no reputation, the Bible says. Right? He was not a guy that came on the scene to say, this is about me here. Even when they said, here he is, the king of the Jews. No, 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 no. I'm the savior of the world. Right. You want me politically. I want to, I want to save you spiritually, right? So you can be with me. And I think a lot of times when we're electing these people, they say good things, dude, and it's happened so many times. And every single time I listen to people, it's like, oh, this is what we're going to do. It's almost like, you know what? Put up or shut up. I'd rather right. you not say anything and say, you know what? I'm a constitutionalist. That's it. What's your track record, homeboy? Yeah. And, and Joshua makes a point. He says the rules in the House has to change, and that's what the 20 are trying to change. That's Abs right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, But why are those 20 being called by Dan – the terrorists, the terrorists and, and, and uh, seditionists, petulant child. So let's get into Dan, because I uh, this will this will wrap round to, OK, what are they ac actually asking for? I think they could have done a lot better job in their messaging of what they're actually asking for, because they were kind of skirting around it. It seemed like, of well, we want some concessions. We want this. We no. Just get to the point and say that guy is an establishment shill. You're trying to shove status quo down our throats and we're not going to take it anymore, no matter what you say. Unfortunately, I don't think they took that hard of a road. So now they've got to try and claw and get that messaging across. Morning, Dave. I owe you a phone call. All right. So here we go. Daily Wire reports. Speaking to reporters, Crenshaw unloaded on the 20 Republicans saying, I'm tired of your stupid platitudes that some consultant told you to say on the campaign trail. All right. Behind closed doors, tell us what you really actually want or shut the F up. They need to be men and adults and say what they want instead of playing these little games. That's what we're asking. That's what I've asked them. Some of them are my friends. Stop saying platitudes like Washington is broken. We can't do the status quo. He continued. They want to pull the pins on the grenades and lock the doors. Dude. Personally, go ahead. Go ahead. Pull the proverbial it's, pin. It's time. Blow up the room. Listen, if, if this whole drain the swamp thing's what we want, then drain the stinking swamp. Create the, 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 the possibility to drain the swamp. Right. This whole idea of like, this is what I'm saying. Okay, people are going to get so mad. And that's so cool with me. I'm good with you. Okay? <laughs> We've been pissing Listen, people off all week. <laughs> Trump's endorsed. And I don't know if he's still endorsing this McCarthy guy. Right. I don't know if he's still endorsing him. I haven't heard Apparently him come out and is, say no. I don't, I don't know. But like, that is the epitome of the swamp. Right. And, and after you butted heads with this guy and... There's there's theories that Trump is switching his tune because the GOP came to him and say, look, just support what we're doing. FBI won't come after you anymore. No, there's I'm not saying there's any evidence of that, but those are theories, yeah. which at some point I'm sure Trump is going, look, just lay off. Can I just play some golf? You know? Yeah, but Trump's not a he, he doesn't seem like a guy that lays down either. I'll give him that. Like he doesn't seem right. like because he likes to poke the bear like someone brought up yesterday at the Tea Party. Someone brought up his name to be Speaker of the House, Donald Trump, you know, to get the votes and whatever. Somebody had nominated him. Right, right, yeah. right. And then they were like, see, we need to pray about that. <laughs> they asked Todd that question. And Todd goes, sure, as long as he shuts up. You know, it's like, <laughs> that a boy, Todd. P. Todd, Pastor Todd is hitting it, man. It's like, that a boy. But it's like, he's so right. You know, just go there, do your job, shut your mouth, right? Yeah. Had he done that from the jump, we wouldn't be a lot in, in, this, in a lot of this mess. No. I think what he set out to do was right and good, like to drain the swamp, make sure we're not doing this, playing the, the, this game, right? But now the conservatives need to hold that same mindset. And why is guys like Dan and the 180 others who, who are, you know, capitulating, if you will, or I even hate that word. I hate that word. They're, they're, uh, they're lining up behind they the are, establishment. They're, they're going along with this stuff, right, to save face. When's the last time you that are in the House, Congress, whatever, when is the last time you said, you know what? I'm going to stand on this stump regardless of what it costs me so that my kids know I'm not a coward. When's the last time you've done that? You said, no, we're going to stand on this truth. We're going to stand on this. We're, we're, just, we're not going to allow this anymore. And that right there is what draws courage. That's what draws people to the really? truth, right? When you're not willing to compromise. Compromise is what kills the Christian and it kills your growth. It kills the growth of a church. It kills the growth of a nation is compromised because we don't even know our own laws, our own borders, our own situation. We don't know who we are. If we constantly compromise, we don't know who we are as America anymore. Right. 
And what's the point of fighting for America if we don't even know what America is? Right. And the ones we elect in Congress or the House or whatever swear an oath to protect the Constitution. Well, then why would we elect people to be Speaker of the House who have not been constitutional? That's the question. And I, want, I do want to get into what I think is motivating Crenshaw. Now, I am not giving you this fact because I want to make a generalization of he's just global shill. But I will tell you where his head must be at in some respect. He's a World Economic Forum young global leader. Ain't that he's, something? He's got attachment to global. the World Economic Forum. Now, I'm not saying he's sitting next to Klaus Schwab, you know, <laughs> being villain, but there's something there. Now, more importantly, this is what I want you to understand about him. Because I think for a while he was a glory boy of the conservative movement because they're like, we got a Navy SEAL, Harvard educated, seems on our side. And then all of a sudden he starts saying things and making decisions that looked, well, a little more establishment than you would like. This is why the guy's a Navy SEAL. Now, we tend to put Navy SEALs on a pedestal and say they're going to think this way, they're going to be this way, America first, all of that. I'm not saying this is him, but there are a segment of people who get into the Navy SEALs not because they have some deep moral desire to defend their nation. It's a self-goal. I don't – I'm not saying that David That's Goggins – point. Not saying that David Goggins doesn't care about America and all that, but you can tell by the way he talks, he didn't get into the Navy SEALs because he wanted to sacrifice <laughs> his life. Exactly. He wanted to challenge himself and win. Right. He wanted to come out on top. I think there are a group of Navy SEALs do an amazing job. Thank you for your service. But they're there to win. They're there to compete against themselves, compete against others, and win and achieve the challenge, right? Yeah. I don't know whether or not Crenshaw's in that camp. But here's what I will say. In order to be at elite levels of the military, you have to submit and obey to an authority structure. You have to be trained from the ground up to say yes to what the authority structure says and not say why. That's right. Think about what he's doing right now. Put yourself in his mind. What Crenshaw is doing is he's saying the authority structure needs to go this way. You guys are standing against the authority structure. Probably without thinking about it, he has been trained to align and trust the authority structure and not attach morality to what he's being asked to do. Yeah. I'm not saying he's immoral or doesn't have morals or anything like that, but his default is to follow and obey what the authority structure is I trying agree. to say. I agree, 100%. I think what the House, the Congress, the President, all these cats, all branches of government have forgotten this one thing they are for and work for, the people. They're not about special interests. It's not about your party. It's not about what you believe. It is literally about the people, Right. And if the people want to go unconstitutional, you have the duty before God to say, I can't go unconstitutional because the Constitution says I can't do this. You don't go with your people saying, well, they all want gay marriage, so I guess we just got to do it, right? Government has to infringe on marriage. No, you don't have the constitutional authority to do that. So you have to tell them. See, this is where the divide happened. We no longer follow the Constitution. We're saying we're not for the people, right? But we're not. We're not. You're actually for power. So you'll do anything they want as long as you get more power. This is why you're seeing the struggle, right? We've left off the elementary things of the doctrines. We've left off, it's like the scriptures, right? We don't want to be biblical anymore. We want to be self-help now. Self-help is good. Like when we preach the gospel, right? Nowadays, it's all about, you know, God wants to fix you. God wants to do this for you. God is, Christ has done enough on the cross for you. When's the next time we're going to say, no, you bless God now. You obey God now. This isn't about you anymore. This isn't about your happiness. This is about you being holy before God. He wants you to be a son, and he loves you when you're a son. But guys, not all, not, not all people are God's children. Right. They're all his creation, but they're not all his children, right? It's the same thing in America. Just because we live in America doesn't mean you're an actual, like, American. You're a citizen. It doesn't mean you hold America's ideals. You see what I'm saying? The whole paradigm is the same. And the moment the spiritual covering leaves, when we're not even moral in what we believe, and I believe firmly a lot of pastors don't stand because of this one thing, right? They don't understand the scriptures. They think the scriptures apply to today, like these, uh, render to Caesar things that are Caesar's. They don't even realize we don't have a Caesar in this country, that the people, the American people are the Caesar. We're the ones who elect them to represent us. 
It doesn't apply to say government is the all, end all, be all, tell all. See what I'm saying? So when we don't even understand the basic scriptures, we won't stand against the government. Now, many are doing it because they're cowards. That's true. I agree with that. But many don't either because they're ignorant and they don't know, right? And we have grace for that. I'm totally with you. I was that guy too. I understand. But now that we do, we have a job to do. And we're sick and tired of these people getting elected and getting pushed and promulgated because of January 6th, because of all these things. Dude, do you realize what they're doing? They're beating you into submission with lies. They're beating you into submission with lies. And they're being relentless, and they're pointing the finger. They're gaslighting you at the end of the day. Dude. They're being relentless in terms of, will you just back down? You're causing a whole trouble. Or you're causing the problem, and you're not and you're listening. So, and you're so <laughs> weak in your conscience that you don't even realize you're being abused. Let me, let me go further with that. So what I've noticed in this whole thing is Fox News, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, I'm sure some others, have defended... Kevin McCarthy in this, and, and they've taken these people on air who are standing against them and like, well, why don't you just give in? Why don't you just, why don't you just go with the flow? Why don't you just, you know, you're causing a ruckus. You're causing trouble. Just vote. Yeah, yeah. Vote with it. Why can't you just end this, right? Can I share this video? Tucker Carlson said, what you just saw as Dan Crenshaw spoke is the snarling face of the donor class, the deep <laughs> loathing of disobedient voters. I can't argue with that because Crenshaw was unhinged on this whole thing. Crenshaw responded, unclutch your pearls. It's a figure of speech. You can't insult, slander, and hold everyone hostage with no way out and not expect me to punch back. Grow thicker skin. It's not about the terrorist comment. Now, people are bringing that up. Like, oh, he called GOP people terrorists. I don't don't give a crap, right? Call whatever you want. My problem with you, Crenshaw, and, and this is my issue in this whole thing, is are you actually arguing for principle? Or are you trying to defend leadership, defend establishment, defend leadership, defend the procedure that has been for decades that has hollowed out the American people? Tell me what you're standing for. You'll tell me you're standing for America, but I don't believe you are. I believe you're standing and defending the authority because you are trained to defend the authority structure over you and not ask questions. Have you ever actually looked at Kevin McCarthy and said, does this guy actually defend the Constitution? Or have you looked at him and said, well, he does what I think is good. He benefits. Come on. Great word. Right? Good word. And, and please understand, I'm not, I'm, I'm not de- trying to destroy Dan Crenshaw's character in all of this. I'm saying, where do your allegiance lie? That's what I'm concerned about because you've turned into enemies. The people who are saying we are so tired of being sold down the river. Honestly, at this point, we don't care who else. Just please give us somebody else. Why do I have to stare at Mitch McConnell for the last how many decades? At some point, will there be enough people to go, this isn't going well? Because time after time after time, I see guys like McCarthy and Mitch McConnell come out and defend the Democrats' plans time after time after time. How come I have to see people argue about $1.7 trillion and, well, is that enough or should we do more? Screw you. That's right. I want a $0 budget. You know what would have have done well for McCarthy, bro? Because you're you're hot on this, and I'm glad. I'm really glad. Huh? I'm back right? from the front lines and I'm still, but, but even, even passing a $1.7 trillion, 4,000 page document, mm-hmm. he should have been the one as speaker that was saying, wait, stop. We haven't even read this stinking thing. What's going on? Right. 4,000 pages. You didn't even give me a chance. No, because they go along to get along. Dude, eventually it benefits them. Guys, listen, when are we going to understand as Americans, these people that continue to do this, they're not benefiting you. Right. They don't care about you. It's like government has never cared about the people. Never. That's why America's government and system was so unique because it was set up to stop the government from interfering in your rights, not the people from interfering on government. See what I'm saying? The entire purpose of the Constitution was to thou shalt not the government. So, in other words, it was supposed to keep the government super limited. Matter of fact, barely breathing. The government has never had children. The government has never started businesses. That is not their job. The government doesn't have a conscience. The government can't create law. We do that. See what I'm saying? And we trust this big thing like Oz. What's Oz going to say next? 
We got to quit this mentality. They're not for you. Listen to me. They're not for you. Do you know, you want to know how I know that? Because even through all the Republican controlled Congress and Senate and all these things, transgenderism is being taught to children. Trillions and trillions of dollars have been passed in the name of helping our people when it hasn't really helped the people. Look at California, right? All these bills that have been passed were, were allowing abortions to happen. And listen, it wasn't Congress that stopped abortion. It was people full of spine in our Supreme Court saying, look, the 14th Amendment was judged wrong here, okay? That's what I'm, we've always been trying to say. This government is not for you. Only Christ is. And we have the job right now of showing people God-given rights and how to stand for them and say, no, Moss, listen, uh, Pastor Todd said something really, really cool last night. <clears throat> he said, pastors, it's time to get arrested. Dude, you could, you, I mean, the, the, the chill that came across the room was awesome. It's time to get arrested and challenge the fallacy that we've been believing about churches not being able to speak up. Right. Dude, I, I, that's a leader you can follow, dude. And I've been doing this for years. That's a leader you can follow. Is someone saying, I'm willing to go to the cross to see redemption. I'm willing. Martin Luther King was that way. You see what I'm saying? That's what it's going to take. So these 20 people, good for you. Can I put an end point on this? So one of the arguments that they're making on this whole thing is, well, they asked for their concessions, and now Kevin McCarthy has given them their concessions, so they should get in line. Here's the problem, though. Why did it take basically taking the whole system hostage to get these concessions? Kevin McCarthy never had a problem with shoving through $1.7 trillion in no time flat. Yet now all of a sudden, when his speakership is on the line, he's willing to say, okay, well, maybe we could slow things down once in a while. That shows me your character. Exactly. That shows me exactly where your heart's at. What that tells me is you're just trying to be an opportunist. That's right. That's the whole problem with this whole issue. I don't care what the, con the concessions are. It doesn't matter to me because you just proved your character time and time and time again. This is just the final climax of the whole issue. So to me, 20 stand for years. Let's go two years without the House being able to do anything. I don't care anymore. That's right. That's right. Hold it up so that we can't pass a thing. That's the way to do it. You know what? That will send shock waves through the system. No more of this go along to get along stuff. No more of this stuff. And, you know, so, like I, I'm seeing the comments, right? Because yeah. I'm just seeing them. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to get involved because I know you're doing your thing. <laughs> He's really not letting me do comments because I get distracted. Everybody remind him, stay off technology. Yeah, stay off technology. <laughs> but, like, uh, I, I just saw Josh say righteous anger. Yeah, you know what, dude? There comes a point where we can talk liberty and do it well and do it with a demeanor, and I get passionate about it. But when it, when it now comes to, I'm, I don't think they see that they are being, like you said, gaslighted but being manipulated. They don't see it because they themselves are compromised, and we got to stop compromise. Mm -hmm. The only re the reason why you believe the gaslighting and you're convicted like that is because you don't even know your own identity, Mr. McCarthy, Dan Crenshaw. You don't understand your own identity. You don't know who you are. You, fall, you, you have fallen in line with the system. And you know what? The system is your number. That's your daddy. That's your daddy. Sorry. Hey, Dan, we invite you to come on the podcast. We've had many people on our podcast. I'm, I'm trying to get Tulsi Gabbard on our podcast. Yeah. We're, we're already got in we're, we're working on this now to say, look, let's get the right. Listen, Tulsi Gabbard, military veteran. Right. Her morality is clean. We don't Jeez. agree with every single thing she says, but dude, her purity in what she says is insane. And when, when there's a thing about fruit, that it, fruit is a fragrance, right? And so somebody may say something, but the consistency between their words and their actions is what matters. Yeah. And there's a fragrance that comes off of actions when they have a clean conscience in what they're doing. To me, Tulsi Gabbard, we may not agree on everything, but she stood the line in she principle. She sure did, dude. She's held principle in the whole thing. I'm not trying to throw massive darts at Dan Crenshaw. I don't even care that he's calling people terrorists or petulant childs. Whatever. Be passionate. I've been passionate today. What I care about is 
are you actually standing in terms of principle? And are you standing in a consistency over the years? Or are you defending something because it's an opportunity and benefit? Good word. There's a difference. Good word. And dude. there's a fragrance that comes off of a good act that has moral conscience to it and an act that has a stench to it. That's right. And do you know how other nations change when we start to lead? Right. Dude, do you realize the shockwaves this could send throughout the world? If our system started to get shocked itself, Canada would have a shock system because we can't get anything done. Yeah, Canada would be affected. Mexico would be affected. Every nation would be affected if America can hold its ground and say no more of this stuff. We are going back to the Constitution. We're going back to the American people. We're giving the states the authority they deserve and need, right? And we're going to do this the right way. Now, there's some states in our union that are, wow, right? We don't even need to discuss it. But- there are states like Florida and many others. We're hoping that Texas is turning to, uh, to to more red. It's really purple right now in a lot of ways, right, because of their leadership. But there's other states out there right now that are willing to stand too. Mm-hmm. This is how we change things. And I'm so excited. Like, do I, do I want a civil war? No. No. Because we're having a civil war of the mind right now. And I want, I want to end it at the mind. The last thing I want is for it to be physical. So if we can if we can end this and unify from our minds, yes. amen. Um, Andrew said, I would rather die in principle than to live a lie. That's a free person. That's true liberty. That's true liberty. Dude, like, can, can we just go with some analogies here? The parable of the talents. The guy who had five talents got ten. Why? Because he didn't compromise. He didn't compromise. He did principally what he was asked and called to do. He didn't go out there and try to figure out a new system. The master told him what to do. Go double your talents. Right? What about the one who capitulated, compromised, was lazy, didn't do? Put it in a hole. That's right. Hit it. And guess what was taken away from him? The talent and give it to the one with ten. The one who went out. The one, the who, one who was principled. You stay your round stay the course that's what this is about now some of you will say you took that story to context it's the principle of the story people the principle of the story is the same compromise never gets anybody anywhere dude right like i hear this a lot about marriages you just got to compromise with your wife Mm -mm. i understand what you're saying unify that's it sorry you got to be unified with your wife no go ahead and and chime in on it (laughs) I love her as Christ loved the church. She respects me as, as you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's this whole thing that goes around. It's not a compromise with me and her. It's a union with me and her, right? And if there's something off, what am I not doing as a leader? And that's the difference between unity and agreeing. Um, T, you got a word? I want, you could have been, you could have been. I was just going to say, like, we believe that unity means agreeing 100% of the time. No, we can have massive disagreements, yet still unify. And we do, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's been chiming in. Watch out, Mass. She may, she may lay you bare on this whole thing. T, you got something? Um, no. What you got? What you got for us? Um, I was like back to the point where like go- where government was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like this very silent little thing, right? That's what the Constitution made it to be, right? Right. And then just like what I got it from like the Oz, whatever Massey said earlier about the Oz thing. Um, well, I just pictured like the you remember in the Wizard of Oz movie, like the old one, where like it was this giant. There, everybody was like going to this big face and it, he made it so big and yep. scary and huge behind this cur- like in front of this curtain fire everything but like i think the, the curtain behind that is the constitution and what's actually supposed to be happening is the little guy behind the curtain like controlling all the big R- stuff right. that isn't right and we don't we don't pay attention to that right. we get swept up in all of this well they said but to her on, point yeah. to, to her point there's a lot of people behind the curtain the carl the slot the schlobs <laughs> the schwabs of the world right the soroses of the world the, like all that stuff like to her point there's so many people that are manipulating the, the bill gates of the world already talking about the next the possible big thing that's going to happen it's like yeah. yo what's the going pandemic on pandemic of the internet and 
and go ahead and cancel this, you devils that are going out there on YouTube. And This isn't fact-checked. Is that the right thing? Oh, no, I, I get it. You little minions up there doing your little... Keep, come on, man. It's, come on. It's, if you can tell, Massey and I are... We're, we're back from the front lines of YouTube warfare. I, <laughs> we're kind of sick of crap. No, we... we so, so this year we decided, yes, we're going to disciple. But there are things we can't keep our mouth shut. And there's things... If, if you understood the last couple of years of this podcast, I didn't like doing current events because it's like, they're not even constitutional, right? Like this squabbling going on in the house right now just makes me angry. So I never wanted to talk about those things, but I'm realizing more and more constitutionally what those 20 are doing is right. They're standing on principle, dude. Still and you know what? They're alone doing it. They stand alone together. And it's right. what you, what you love to see is that kind of courage. You know, it's like people, uh, Mark Twain said it in the beginning of like patriotism, he said, the man who stands as a patriot is mocked, ridiculed, and scorned. But then when his cause succeeds, the timid then join him because then it costs nothing to be a patriot. So those 20 are getting scorned right now. But you know what we're going to say about them in the future? Dang. They stood. Wow. That's what they did to the prophets. They, they slaughtered the prophets in the New Testament. We built sepulchers for them. People think that the founding fathers had 100% support in the colonies. They actually weren't the majority, Right. Not everybody fought in that war. There were plenty of people who did not want to get into a war with England, who didn't support what the Patriots were doing. You're not going to make friends when you're standing on a principle, when you're standing on a conviction. You have to be able to accept that. You're not going to make friends. You're not going to be popular all the time. People will come against you. The system will come against you. And one of the things that you have to understand is that system will come against you. And be wary if you're a part of the system coming against somebody who's standing against it. Can I read some scripture to y'all? Because we love the word here. I just want to read this to you because I want you to understand the, 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 the Lord's power, okay? Ephesians 1.15, I just preached on this the other night. Listen to this, okay? Y'all, write this down. Mark it in your, in your little comments over here, right? Ephesians 1.15 and on. Listen to this. For this reason too, Paul says, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ which exists among you and your love for all the saints— do not cease giving thanks for you, making mention of you in our prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give, you, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The more we become like Christ, that's wisdom and revelation. If we become truly like Christ, we hate oppression. We hate tyranny. We hate any, anything that goes against the mind of man. Do you hear me? If we, come, if we become more like Jesus, we don't become martyrs. We become fighters for liberty. Okay? Now watch. Listen to this. He says this, I pray that, verse 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know the hope of his calling and what are the riches of his glory and the inheritance of the saints. And what is the surpassing, listen to this, government is not bigger than the Lord. Watch this. And what is the surpassing, verse 19, what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe? The surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe. Listen to this. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, right? Which he brought about in Christ, which he raised from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly places. Far above all rule, far above all authority, far above all power, far above all dominion in every name that is named, not only in this age, but the one to come. Listen, folks, that just said our God is bigger than this bullcrap. Our God is greater than the stupid, lame authority that they claim to have, and they have no authority because they don't even know what law is. You know what they have? Uh, gaslighting. You know what they have? Accusations. You know what they have? False uh, 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 tyranny. You know what they have? False teeth. And they're going to stand before God one day, guys. And it's our job to call it out. It's our job to go preach the gospel because they're going to stand before the Lord with their conscience. And he's going to give an account to them what they did on this earth and what they did against the people and didn't stand for them. And we're going to do the same thing. And I don't want to stand before the Lord and say we didn't stand and we didn't do. These people know what they're doing. I'm sorry. This, this whole thing about they don't know what they're doing. Yes, they do. 
They do. They know exactly what they're doing, and it's for their benefits. They're protecting And themselves. it's time that we say this now. Listen, no more hiding behind uh, our, our pulpits. No more hiding behind our little Instagram posts. No more. Listen, here's the deal. Dan, you want to come? Representative Dan, to be more specific. You want to come on the podcast? Let's chat. Let's talk. Why don't you talk to some constitutionists like uh, Stephen Crowder and, and like mm-hmm. – uh, 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 Go for Ben Shapiro. Yeah, go for Ben Shapiro. Why don't we start talking to real people who know? Go on Chris Ann Hall's show. Let her tear you apart for 10 minutes. She will, too. She'll make lunch meat out of that yeah. stuff. Not out of him. She'll show him his folly and ignorance. And you know what? We need to stand behind patriots like that. Heidi St. John. We need to stand behind patriots like this. God is for us. Who can be against us? I'm tired of saying they have an authority. They don't. Because they're defying God now. And anyone who defies God defies his authority. And I stand in his authority through Jesus Christ. I'm done with this stuff. Now is the time. This, this, this year's different, bro. This year's different. And this isn't any special year. This year's just different. It it's just time for us different. to take it. Now, we've already been taking it. We've been discipling people. We've been doing our courses. We've been going on speaking. This year's different. I'm done. I'm done. Now is what we're going to start doing. Now we're going to start taking ground. Now we're going to see local politics change. Listen to me. We are prophesying now the change that needs to happen. Okay? Because this is where it all changes is with you and with me. And all of us that are listening to this podcast, all of us that are on right now, have the responsibility with what we know to go out there and tell people about it. That's on us. Not the Lord. The Lord's already given us the power to do it. It's time for us to get off of our, like, comfort and go out and do that thing. And I feel like that's... That's something that he and I are having to go through right now. Um, not that we're not used to it, but I think it's up the level. Um, and so at some point, you, you've got to kind of step into the battle, and however that battle looks, you step into it. Because this is worth it. This is worth it to defend what God has put on your heart. This is worth it to defend the liberty of others. You know, we, like usual, we got long on the first topic, And I kind of figured that was going to happen, and I'm okay with that. Because at the end of the day, what is liberty? Liberty is where other people do not infringe on you. Yeah. And the government was only instituted to protect those rights. That's it. That is their only duty, is to make sure my rights are protected and secure so I can operate freely in liberty. Their job wasn't to take care of me and provide for abortions and give welfare to people. Right? That's not their job. Their job's not to get involved in marriage. That's not their job. It's not their job to tell someone when life begins or ends or to make sure transgender people can have their own bathroom. Nowhere is that in the Constitution. Nowhere. And it's hard because there are a lot of people who can't switch their mindset on this. They believe government is there to take care of you. That's not what they're there to do. And when you get your mindset right, that they're only there to protect your rights. All of a sudden, all that stuff doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, of course. Why would government all of a sudden get involved in trying to fund this yep. or that for me? Yep. That's, that's not their job. And when we continue to believe that they're the authority, we, we leave off the authority of God. Right. We leave off his protection. We, we give them up or give God up for them. That's it. And that's why we've been in this position. That's why our kids have been raised this way. Right? It did come to a head for us, Andrew. It came for me at least. I thought for a long time it's like lord make me a sound voice right make me a voice that's sound that 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 can reason with people and i do and 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 i do do that but i think at this junction in my life i just realized i'm about to turn 42 and and i thought i got 40 more years of this god willing right and there's a lot of changes that are happening in my family my, my health uh other things and i thought okay you know, this, there, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a paradigm that's, that's, that's happening in my heart. That's like, I mean, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's over. Right. I'm not taking the boxing gloves off. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm just being us now. Like, this is who we are. This is what we've done for years. Nothing's changing. We're just going to be louder about it. We're going to go out and bang on doors now. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do everything we can to influence. You know why? Because we, I believe we have a biblical constitutional view on what's going on. And we need that. We're not a Republican Democrat thing. This isn't about that. This is about truth in righteousness. I don't want to hold the truth in unrighteousness. But we have it, bro. 
And you know what? We got a church that backs us. We got friends that back us. We got, you know what I mean? Uh, supporters that back us. And I love that. And you know what? You're going to see more God willing this year. So help us pray. If you guys are interceding a type of people and prayer people, we're asking you to pray because the attacks are already coming and they're coming hard. But I want to stand with the Lord this time. And we always have stood with the Lord, but right. it's different. I can't explain it. It's, 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 it's not the same anger. It's not an anger thing for me. Right. It's passion. It's just I'm done. And I, there's a couple of comments I want to get to on YouTube, but I, I want to say this first. There's a point where you start to see things more from the view as if you were in an airplane than down in the middle of the forest. And that can happen for concepts and principles as well. This idea of liberty is a perfect example. Because if you just look at the idea of liberty through the lens of what government is telling you right now, it's, uh, I can be safe and I'll have a couple more liberties. Government can determine where my liberties are at. But if you get into the airplane and you fly above and you say, no, the principle and the foundation is government is only supposed to protect my rights from being taken away, their whole job description changes. Mm. And all of a sudden you see everything they're doing through that lens. You go, why are we even arguing about that? Right. That's not the right argument to have. You start chopping at the tree trunk, not the branches. Um, there's a couple of things I want to read. So on YouTube, Leah, she said, listening as I drive to the TCs this morning, serving the people. I don't understand it. And you are able to explain it and discuss it. And what you are saying rings in agreement with my heart. Kristen says, I thought about the verse where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The spirit of the Lord hasn't been in America for at least 50 years, but he's coming back on fired up. I, I, but even, I agree with her in the sense of, of nationally, but there have been pockets of people in churches praying for the last 60 years to destroy abortion, to destroy homosexuality, to destroy it. And, and I'm talking about the teachings of it and, and this agenda of it. I'm saying don't destroy homosexuals. They need Jesus. They need Jesus Christ. I'm saying the agendas that are being taught to our kids. So there's <clears throat> pockets of people that I pray that as they're in their upper age now, they're seeing, okay, there's a new generation of people that are standing for truth. Right. And, and, and to those, and we've said this for a long time, to those that think the youth aren't getting it and the young people aren't getting it, we've been doing this for 10 years on our own, almost 10 years. Uh, longer if you count the other ministry I was in. And here we are doing what we know how to do in our own way, right? Our own unique way, like who we are, to, to get out there. And <clears throat> I think that's why <clears throat> this this whole topic that, that we're dealing with is so unique. Um, that's right. God deals with this church differently than the nation. I, I think that's it. He does deal with the church differently than he does with the nation. But the church is the influence of the nation, and we need to keep being stronger than the voices out there. We need to just keep proclaiming, right. preaching. And, dude, like Pastor Todd said last night, get arrested. That's the only way we're going to fight this thing. And, you know, and to both Christian and Lee's point, so adding on to what you've said, when the spirit moves in the heart of the people, right. everything else get put, gets put back in line. So what you have to understand with the Constitution is – the government was set up to follow the rules that the Constitution put forth. And it's short. It's short for a reason. Government's not supposed to have a lot in the job description. So everybody goes, oh, there's a gap then. Because what about this? And what about that? And what about this? That's where the influence of the Holy Spirit is supposed to rest. The influence and heart of the Lord is supposed to self-govern so that the government doesn't have to all of a sudden come in and try to control you. Exactly. So when you get the heart position right, when the people return to the Lord, all of a sudden, government trying to take care of all of this stuff is just extraneous. Exactly. And so what we're saying is, guys, stop putting your eyes on the government. Stop putting your eyes on what they're trying to do. Move your heart and the hearts around you and limit the government because God's spirit will help guide and discipline us into self-control. That's right. So, so there we go. Yeah. Share Problem this solved. So share this video guys. Like the more shares we get, the more people view, the more people view, the more people are set free. That's really the point of this now. Like I'm serious. Uh, you already know I'm serious, but like it's, 
I can't explain it. It's different. It's just a different flow, different feel. I'm, it's, it's different. And, and thank God. Thank God. Um, we, we got a nation to pray for. Uh, I really believe this whole thing with, uh, um, what was his name, Devin? The football player? Oh, uh, I can't remember what it is. Anybody know? The football player just collapsed. Anyways. It, it just, it just, this, the whole premise of this was when America has nothing else to cling on to, they have the Lord. That's what started giving me hope. Mm-hmm. And, and I've always had hope for America. Anybody that's heard me preach before, I'd never lose hope. But it was like, there it is. There's a crack in the door. Isn't it crazy? We can reject God all we want. And the moment we have nothing else to turn to, prayer. Him. And an entire nation, a football field, was on their knees in prayer. Damar, DeMar. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Victoria. Um, <clears throat> and, it, it, you know, speaking life over Damar and Christian, you know, all these other things, you, you're, you're seeing him, uh, you know, be healed and, and stuff. I, I'm, I'm just, that right there was like, there it is. That's what yeah. I've been talking about. We've been talking about this for 10 years. That's the hope. There is hope for America. There is hope for our people. There is. You had a whole nation praying. Dan Orlovsky was on ESPN. He's like, I don't know if this is right. I'm just going to do it. I was like, good for you. Now, could he, he didn't mention Jesus, and I get what he was doing, but, like, I just love that he did it. It was like, I'm going to do it. And also, the other two were like, yep, okay. <laughs> Ryan was like, oh, oh we're, we're doing, doing this, okay. Doing but you saw that was the first You notice there was no talk about black and white. There was no talk about division. None of that stuff. Christ unified. God unified people. Do you see the unity when we're in God? Ain't about man, woman, Jew nor Greek, bond or free. The Bible says Christ is all in and all, right? You, you saw a black dude pray with a white dude and a white chick, right? You, you, didn't, you didn't talk about division and racism and how come that opportunity is not given to this guy blah blah it was like white dude just got praying black dude was like yep we're praying we're, we're doing it. you know what i mean that is the unity of the spirit man and that's what happens when god's on the scene it ain't about all the stuff that we're seeing we're caught up in the flesh dude but when you have your mind on the spirit you do the things of the spirit right for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus set me free from the law of sin and death man for what the law couldn't do, it was weak through the flesh. God sent his own son in likeness of sinful flesh, and he condemned sin in the flesh that we might be his righteousness in Christ, it says in Romans 8. That's the gospel. And it unified people. That, my friends, is victory. God will always secure his name. He always has. He always will. And that's the hope for America. Mike, you... Sorry. Oh, never mind. So, guys, <laughs> share this video. Get it out there. Uh, we are we are on a path right now. Pray for us. It's it's a it's, path. <laughs> it's 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 been forged for years. Yeah. Uh, we 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 don't know what is going to happen this year. We're believing God for big things. We really are. And 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 it takes prayer. It takes action. It takes submission. It takes quiet. It takes a lot of that stuff. It takes all the spiritual disciplines that we are requiring of ourselves. But to me, we need intercessors now. This is bigger than, 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 I've always known this was serious. I've always, you know, I'm going up against principalities, dude. Right. And that's, that's what we're feeling right now is we are feeling the spiritual pressing against principalities. But what I love is I'm not alone. God has our back, you know, and like, we're not alone. And that's like the coolest feeling in the world, you know? And we're going to win the day, dude. You know, we've, we've spoken this stuff so many times. We're going to win the day, you know? And we'll win when he comes back. We'll win if there's victory. God will have his way. You know what I mean? We're going to see it happen, dude. Our kids will rejoice in the streets. Just read Isaiah 54 and 58. 58, actually. You'll be called the repairs of the breach. And your streets will, re, will, will be free and run clean, the Bible says. I believe that, y'all. Amen. I do. I do. I believe that. And if I didn't, I wouldn't be preaching this stuff, man. I believe it with my heart. 
and if God put that put that unction on us, dude, to do this, then he's got to perform. And I don't have to perform. I just got to be in him, you know, like all of you. You just got to be, you know what I mean? You got to be, and you can be. Lead us in prayer, Mike. You're, you're, you're amazing, dude. Thank you. Guys, thank you for tuning in today. All the comments. Thank you for the shares. And I didn't mean to get emotional, but I'm like, God is so cool, dude. This was a good one. And I'm so thankful for all of you guys interacting, you guys getting involved in this. And like Massey said, we need your prayer. This is not just a, hey, can you guys pray for us? No, I'll pray for you. We actually need your intercession because we can feel it. We're pressing up against something that is spiritual warfare. And so I'm going to pray us out. And I want all you guys to stick with me through this prayer. And amen is a a word of agreement. And so I want you to amen with me of a word of agreement in this prayer. So, Father, we, we come before you because we know you are hallowed. You are holy. You are righteous. Lord, we lift you on high because we know at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what happens to us. It's your will. But we know you've got us. You've got us in the eternal. And Father, I just pray that as all of us, those listening, watching, those who are about to, Father, as all of us step forward in this spiritual warfare, Lord, that you would send protection, you would send support, You would fill us with courage and faith to step out with clean conscience and do what you've asked us to do. Father, I pray, send your angels upon those who are fighting your battles, those who are the vessels to do the warfare, Lord. And Lord, I thank you for the provision and the favor and the blessing that you pour out on your people, on the remnant. Lord, it only takes a small remnant for you to repair the walls, for you to bring children into the streets laughing and joyful, dancing, Lord. Lord, you're just looking for those who are willing to say, I'll go. And Father, those who agree with me, we're standing up and saying, send me. And Father, I just pray that as we say, send me, you would lift us on the wings of eagles, that you would move us forward, that you would make our path straight, that you would protect us, Lord, that you would give us the authority. And we're so thankful, Lord, that we walk in your name, that we walk in you, that you fill us, Lord. And Lord, I just pray now, let us see you move. And let us rejoice and glorify you in that movement each and every day, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the victories. I thank you for the provision. I thank you, Lord, that you do not forsake us. Father, we are so grateful to be called by you. Lord, we love you in your name. Amen. And just like, Lord, just to add to that, I pray we're like Jeremiah, that we can weep in repentance, even for those who don't know how to repent that we would be in brokenness for them. They need the truth, Lord. They need the truth. Um, We, as a family, just say, Lord, we repent for the sins of our nation and Lord that we don't do those things again and that we teach others to do the same in Jesus name so what do we do Mike we call our senators now right and we just blast emails like crazy amen Lord here's um, here's what I can tell you too we're going to put the article up in a little bit go to the website feel free to email that article to your representatives. If it speaks to your heart and it carries your message, go ahead and send it. Otherwise, send an email and say, please stand on this. I'm so tired of watching this happen day after day. Joshua just said, I declare Psalm 91 to this ministry and this family. Thank you, bro. We believe it. Um, Gosh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Guys, we love you. 
and I, I know we say that all the time, but we love you. We really do. I, after a hard week, I tell you, this is encouraging to see how much participation you guys reaching out, you guys talking, conversing about this, you guys saying hi to each other is an encouragement to me because it gets lonely <laughs> when, when you're swinging everywhere. And I just want to say we're so grateful for all of you. We're so grateful for your prayers. We're grateful that you're going out and fighting in your own sphere where you need to. And so for the crew, for Easy Iced Tea, Massey, me, I just want to let you guys know we love you. We're, we're praying for all of you. And thank you. Okay? So I hope all of you have an amazing day today. All right? We love you guys. Have a great day. Peace.